we'd like to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Now, let's get to the show. My name is Grace Mulvey. I'm a comedian, human woman, and lifelong fad dieter. From the moment I walked out of my mother's womb, I've been on a diet. That's 31 years of no carbs, no sugar, and no crack. It's time to say enough already. Now, I'm not saying I'm a nirvana of self-love and acceptance, by the way. But I am saying that I'm no longer willing to spend all of my time, money, and energy on fad diets. And I'm Connor Dowling, writer, filmmaker, and world-class warrior. Years of fitness models, crotch fiends, and get-thing-quick schemes have melted my brain and left me overweight and unimpressed. I've wasted years of my life obsessed with what I eat and how I look. So now, I finally know what's making me feel like crap all these years. Fad diets. We are not health experts. I repeat, we are not health experts. We are just here to talk about and laugh at our experiences of bullshit diets. Disclaimer, please, whatever you do, don't hurt yourself with any of these crazy weight loss topics we discuss on this show. This podcast won't make you thin, but it might make you laugh. Welcome to Fad Camp. So here we are. Hello, Connor. Hello, Grace. How are you? I'm very good. Living in this diet culture, somehow managing to get by. (laughs) So do you want to tell me a little bit about why you brought us together to make this podcast? Yeah, so basically, right, I was on a call with a friend of mine a few weeks ago, and this just really gave me a bit of clarity on the whole diet culture thing. I have, as I said in the intro, been on fad diets my whole life, okay? But I always thought it was maybe just me and a few other people. But like, basically, my friend who, by the way, is a very slender, slim woman, has been her all her life, fair play to her, right? She tells me one day, just like a random little story. She's like, oh yeah, one time when I was 19, I wanted to lose a few pounds. And when she says a few pounds, she means like three pounds, okay? And she's like, and I just decided I'd try this diet, right? And it was um, a healthy heart diet by a hospital. Basically, it was a diet that they put people who are really morbidly obese or very, very overweight who need to lose weight fast for a surgery on in hospitals. Okay. okay, so this is a real last ditch attempt type diet that she went on. But she did this, okay, for a week. And said she woke up one morning and she couldn't get out of bed. Like she couldn't physically move or get up. And she was still living at home. So she she rang her mom downstairs and was like, can you please come upstairs? Because I can't move. And her mom ran upstairs and was like, yeah, I can't get out of bed. And her mom made her go through everything she'd eaten that week, which was 90% apples, by the way. Okay. From what I can gather. And her mom was just like, yeah, you just haven't eaten any, any sugar, really. You've essentially had no sugar for a week. So her mom went downstairs and made her a cup of tea with sugar and bought her, like, bought her a Mars bar. And she said that night she went out clubbing. Now, my big thing about this story is she said it in such a casual way that I was like, are you crazy? Did no one even turn to you and go, actually, to lose three pounds or whatever, or even if you want to tighten up a bit, it's a bit nuts that you're willing to go put your body through this. And I just kept thinking of what we, what kind of fad diets we all just allow ourselves to go on at different stages in our lives. 
just to make ourselves a little bit smaller. But I think the the scary thing about that story is that like, that's, some people might be listening to that story going like, oh my God, what was she thinking? But a lot of people are going to be listening to that going, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, you know, this stuff that diet culture and diet and diet fads and all that sort of thing, stuff it does to your head. Like, I mean, it can lead you into some like <laughs> crazy positions in your life that are messing with your mental health and your physical health as well. Like, but yeah, and the fact that she just turned around and like, oh, this is a funny story that time in 19 when I couldn't move or get out of bed because I decided I wanted to lose three pounds. And I'm like, I'm, I just thought that's a hospital sponsored diet that they really don't want to get out of the hospital. They wanted to use it for their inpatients. And I just thought that then I kept thinking about what I've done to lose a few pounds. And then I went down the rabbit hole of what I've done, but how much money I've spent and how much time I've spent on it and who these people are who are pushing these diets. So I just thought we'd have a little conversation, Cotter, because then the moment we started talking about it, we had all these stories of times that we've gotten desperate. <laughs> oh, like between the two of us, we've either done yes. or considered doing like everything <laughs> you can think of to lose yeah. weight out there and driven ourselves mad in the process. Like, I think a big thing for me, similar to yourself, you know, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. And very recently, I think it was in the past year, I read that book, the Anti-Diet by Christy Harrison. Yeah. And it really just opened my eyes to the misery that diet culture puts you through. So when you asked me to do this, I was like, oh, absolutely. Let's have a bit of a laugh and call out some of these ridiculous diets that are draining people's bank accounts and like usually making people heavier than they were in the first place. Isn't that like what happens? Yeah. And I'm also happy that you were in no way offended that I went, hey, I'm talking, start a podcast about fat diets, thought of you, babes, number one choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it's just because we have talked about this so much and you recommended totally. that anti-diet book to me, which by the way, has changed a lot for me as well, because I now I'm just a bit more like, no, I kind of refuse to dedicate the next six weeks of my life dreaming about tomatoes for some reason. <laughs> even though I've never really liked them in the first place. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So. What are we, what's our first diet? What are we talking about today? Okay. Ding, ding, ding. My first diet, one of my all time favorites in terms of how much it drove me crazy um, is the juice cleanse. The juice cleanse, which I thought was going to change my life and the shape of my head. I was like, I just really thought this was it. Okay. So I went on this 30 day juice cleanse made it to day eight. Okay. But just for a little bit of backstory, the reason I went on this juice cleanse is one time I think I had like got, you know, had a weekend. I was hung over Sunday morning, had spent the weekend swimming in a vat of wine, whatever <laughs> I was doing. And I was in bed and I came across this documentary called Fat Sick and Nearly Dead on Netflix. I watched it and then I immediately went and bought into the juice cleanse. Fat Sick and Nearly Dead, right, is a 2010 American documentary which follows the 60-day journey of Australia Joe Cross, who travels across the United States as he follows a juice fast to regain his health, right? So his, he basically adopts a plant-based diet. He only drinks juices. I think it's for, yeah, in the entirety of the 60 days, morning, noon, and night, juices, 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 okay? It's, it's only 60 days. For some reason, I thought it was longer. Well, that's uh, when you're doing it, it definitely, I'm sure like he felt it was like three years of his life because <laughs> you're so desperate to get through it. But yeah, no, it is only 60 days. Um, now, basically afterwards, he lost a hundred pounds. Yeah. Okay. And he also was on a lot of medication and things like this. I think he was like pre He had an autoimmune disease had, he, as well. He had, a, remember, remember he had oh, this he? skin okay, problem right. that he had all these kind of hotters were like, you're basically going to be on 
medication for the rest of your life. Like, you know, and he was just, he was just kind of living the kind of same life that a lot of men kind of live, you know, just eating kind of whatever, a lot of fast food, a lot of takeaway, a lot of alcohol and stuff like that. Yeah. And he kind of started this like cross country thing. I remember I watched it myself, like. Yeah. And afterwards, right. He was able to discontinue all the medications that he was going to be on. You know, it was amazing. And also during their road trip, okay, he meets this, um, a man called Phil Staples, who was, um, a truck driver, I think at the time he weighed about 400 pounds, something like that, you know, and he was looking for a way to lose weight. And he, you know, was inspired by Joe Cross, this random Australian who for some reason was at a truck stop in the States. And um, yeah, it seemed a bit <laughs> set up in the documentary at the time. Like it was like, oh, you're well, yeah. struggling with your weight as well. Why not be part of this documentary all of a sudden? Like, But also Joe, your man Joe Cross in it had a juicer in his, yeah. he'd open the boot yeah. of his car and have a hot, like loads of vegetables and a juicer there. Which is a good so business idea. Just, I think that's a good business idea, to be honest, like. Just drive yeah, around. but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. As a woman, if I was in a truck at a truck stop in the states, and some Australian comes up and he's like, "Hey, do you want to do a juice um, at the back of my car?" I wouldn't be like, "Yeah, man, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna buy into this." But in all fairness, Phil had no problem going to Joe's boot and doing a juice straight away. Um, and you know, listen, he lost a ton of weight himself. He yeah. did. And However, he became like a village and, you know, oh, yeah. he started like getting, talking to people about losing weight. Like he was really, really quite heavy. And, you know, like I, I, like I said, I did see it myself and it is super inspirational. Like a lot of these diet things are in general, you know what I mean? You watch it, you get inspired and you're like, fuck, yeah. okay, maybe, yeah, like that sounds like just crazy enough to work. So you watch the documentary and you were inspired Watched the documentary, deeply hungover, very inspired. So, uh, yeah, I just decided, you know yourself, Sundays are the day you, like, I'm like Jesus, he rose again. I'm going to do it. I'm going to change my life. So I decided to then and there, like, register. Like, I was like, let's do this. I'm going to run down to the Super Value, get every, like, by the way, Super Value. I don't know where I was coming from. I was on Jobsbridge at the time, okay? So I was not on a lot of money. So I, I, um, I signed up to this thing, okay? And uh, I tried to Was it like on a it. website or on an app? Oh, or? it's called Reboot with Joe. It's a total okay. website, right? And if you, essentially, if you did this cleanse, okay, you could either do a seven-day cleanse, a two-week cleanse, or a 30-day cleanse. And okay. I said, it's a Sunday. I'm ready. All, yeah. like, like firing on all cylinders. I'm going to do 30 days. What's 30 days? 30 days is nothing. Do you know what I mean? So, like a fool, I signed up for the 30 days. I tried to find out how much it cost, right, to get the definitive. I couldn't find the receipt anywhere because this was, by the way, like years ago now. So I think it was like 2015, 2016. So I looked up what a certification with Joe is coming in at now. And it's about $259. Okay. Well, why is it a certification? Like, I, I, is it? Well, now a certification, I don't know. I know what you mean, but now I don't think they're running the same juice cleansing stuff that they used to. I think now it's like, oh, learn with Joe how to like steam some broccoli. I don't know what they're doing. He has, but, he has kind of expanded a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. He, I think, I think the way things are going now, people are a bit more tuned in to how these things might be, it might be great for you to do a 60 day juice cleanse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There might be some sort of, you know, medical issues around that because you haven't had anything solid in about 60 days. So I decided, anyway, got to do this 30 day thing. I'm pretty sure I spent about 170 euro, okay? And what you get for that 170 euro, Connor, you might ask, 
is you get access to a community, essentially a message board, um, like, like Facebook, Facebook where people, yeah, like a Facebook group where people can go, hi, I'm like, whatever, one, two, three, raspberries, 46. I'm decided to do a 30 day cleanse as well. And you sort of help your, each other through it. What really got me when I thought back to it, I was like, I didn't even, we didn't even get sent juices. We just were given juice recipes. So I had to go down to the shop and buy all of the, um, all of the ingredients and then and also then buy a Nutribullet. I was going to say, you probably have to buy, was it, was it a Nutribullet or was it a juicer that you bought? Oh, babes, I don't do things half. I don't know how my parents let me do this. How did I manage to get the top of it? I think I was, so, I think I was like brainwashed very quickly. Yeah. Like sort of like a cult where I was like, mom and dad, this is it. Like I have to do this. It's going to change my life. So um, anyway, I waited a week, I'm pretty sure to do it because I was like, I'll ease myself in because I need to get the Nutribullet. I need to buy all the bougie things I need right. to buy. What does bougie mean, by the way? Bougie means like you're kind of... Like pretentious? Bougie just basically means you like the higher things in life. You're thinking, okay, yeah. You like, you know, you'll want the label instead of the, I get you, you know. Yes, that, that, that is a big important part of it though. It's kind of like when you're starting like a new workout scheme and you're like, oh, I have to go and get like all the best like fucking workout gear and shit, you know, before yes. I actually go and do it. Like, it's kind of like if making that investment air quotes. Um, yeah. It makes you think that you'll, you'll stick to it. Like. That's a huge thing about diet culture is that you go, okay, I'm going to start running. But if I'm going to start running, yeah. like I might as well get the best Nikes because my feet will feel like I'm on air and it'll make everything better. When actually you could just go out and probably get a nice grand pair of runners for a tenner and just go for a little jog. You then know? if and when you fail at your running or your marathon training the expensive ass runners are just sitting there in the corner staring at you taunting you for the rest of your life going yeah they, these look pretty clean don't they what happened there yeah <laughs> i mean these look amazing but i've only ever worn them to a shopping center you know yeah. what i mean that's why they look so good but that's what i did i it's and it's now that i think back i'm like how how could i have not only spent 170 euro to do essentially 30 days of drinking but also been like, oh, well, I better get the creme de la creme of blenders out there because like if I'm going to drink celery, I want to make sure the celery went through like an absolute blitz. But anyway, listen. OK, so I signed up. I waited a week to start because I was like, listen, you know, it's Sunday now. I'm going to it's going to take me a bit of time. I'll wait till next Monday. So, of course, that week I did the brilliant thing of the last supper the last because supper, I knew right. my next month was going to be horrendous. I, of course, then was hung over again the next Sunday, you know. Um, I sound like I have a drinking problem here. I'm just was a normal person <laughs> in their twenties. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> and then, so started the juicing cleanse like an idiot on a hangover. The first day was absolutely horrendous. Like, there's nothing like looking at um, a basically a bowl, like a, a a container of mush, and going, I can't believe this is my life for the next thirty days. Every day was worse than the next. I got really bad headaches and stuff. Now, obviously, a lot of it was like caffeine coming out of my system. You know, a lot of like processed sugar. I'm a, I'm a big coffee person. I'm pretty sure as part of it as well, you could only have like green tea. Like you'd have to get rid of a lot of the caffeines and stuff. I kept some Diet Cokes in there to for the will to live. Because they're diet. Cause I couldn't get through the day. I had to. At one point, my sister told me, she remembers this really clearly. She said, Grace... At one point, I would say you were clinically depressed. Like you come down yeah. to the kitchen in the morning, just look so sad because I realized something that really made me probably realize something about myself that would have taken years of therapy, which is I love the act of eating. Mm. 
<laughs> so oh, yeah. much that if you take it away from me, I have nothing to look forward to in my day. And I mean that. I prefer eating to even talking to people, being around my loved ones. It is the favorite part of my day is coming up to a meal and knowing I have something to eat. Okay. So when you take away the actual physical act of chewing, which is what juicing is, like at one point, I swear to God, my jaw went numb. Like I thought I'd lost the will to be able to move my jaw. I started to buy chewing gum just to make sure I could still use my mouth properly, um, which sounds vulgar, but I mean that like, if you don't chew, you don't use your jaw. Use it or lose then, it, right? Lo- yeah, use it or lose it. That's the way it always has and been. And this is all within, within what, like a week? Within eight days? You already lost the eight ability days. to what, feel your jaw? Okay, so if like like 4 a.m. at electric picnic, you know what I mean? I, my jaw was doing stuff I couldn't explain. When you're but, on like a, a really restrictive diet, it, the days just seem so much longer. It's like, okay, just have my breakfast, you know, do a bit of work, go out for a jog or whatever. And then it's like, how yeah. long to lunch? Four hours. Oh, shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, you're so right. The de- time, I would love to, them to do some sort of experiment on what time means to people who are on diets, because I have the exact same thing where like, if I am not on a diet and I'm just normally eating, I don't, I, it doesn't work that way. But eight days genuinely felt like I had done 40 days and 40 nights. Like I was by day eight. Now, listen, my skin was incredible. Yeah. I was translucent. You could see through me. Do you know what I mean? And it was around that time. I don't know if you remember, you know, when people were taking the makeup free selfies oh yeah it was for charity and everyone was posting online oh I mean what a time to be alive for me I looked incredible I I did a thing (laughs) because my skin was amazing I did a thing recently with um celery juice that's a big thing now just not a full celery juice thing but like have a glass of celery juice first thing in the morning before your day of eating yeah and I mean it does all sorts of things to your things to your digestive system but your skin oh my god my skin after like a day or two doing it it was just like glowing like age 30, yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is like the way forward. But like, you know, I, I didn't even have a juicer. I was using like a, a smoothie maker, like blending the celery and yeah. or, with water and then pouring it into a, a bloody nut milk bag, which someone was like, oh, just get a nut milk bag. It's like super cheap. I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally rational thing to do. And it's like this like, you know, really fine bag and you just like squeeze it and you're like, this is totally practical to do every day in my life. Like, you know. Why wouldn't you just get a bottle? A what? A bottle. a bottle? What do you mean? Just put it into a bottle. Are you saying you drink no, it into no, a bag? No, God, no. You use the bag <laughs> to make it. The bag is like a sieve. Do you know what? You pour your smoothie oh, into the bag. Sorry. No, it wasn't like wearing a fucking fiend bag or some weird shit like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. You, for some reason, were going around with a bloody little bag to drink your sandwich. It was hanging around my chest and I just had a little straw going into my mouth, just <laughs> sipping on it throughout the day. Is it, my skin? My skin looks amazing. I looked like a, a creep, but my skin looked amazing. No, no, yeah. You use the you pour it in something back. It's like a sieve. It's real fine, like kind of sieve. Okay. And it catches all like I guess the fiber, the the pulp or whatever. And you're just left with a little glass of celery juice. You, I, it's crazy how fast it makes you run to the bathroom. Not to give away too much information, but like anyone who's done a juice cleanse knows, you know what we're talking about here. Like that's it's yeah. kind of part of the part of the the whole program, you know. Oh, absolutely. You might as well just, you might as well tell everyone. As when you're saying juice cleanse, everyone's thinking, yeah, you, you shit your pants. But at what point, at what point did you go, I can't do this? Or do you remember what your breaking point was? Or do you remember, was there any particular food or like an event? Like, just before we go into that, it's like, 
when you're doing these kind of diets or cleanses or whatever, like if an event comes up, you know, like, oh, we're all going out to lunch yeah. or it's someone's birthday or there's a wedding. They all seem to just like pile into that week that you've decided to change your life. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I'll just have a glass of carrot, you know, <laughs> like if for my dinner while everyone's like eating yeah. all their food. Was there anything like that that came up that kind of broke you or challenged you like? I actually don't think so because I totally, I know where you're coming from. Every time I've been on any type of diet, it's always like, oh, a bar mitzvah. And I'm like, geez, I'm mm. not even Jewish. I did not, don't know anyone Jewish to go to a bar mitzvah for. But suddenly you'll have an event. But this time, no, i actually pretty sure I picked a time when nothing was going on. But I just remember getting to day seven and thinking, okay, if I can just get past the week, that means that the 170 euro that I spent on this was actually worth sure. something. Like I could divide it down for yeah. some reason. I just think actually at one point I got really upset. I just was sitting there and I was like, I just really need to have a meal. And I think, you know, and one thing I know we're getting kind of serious here, but when you buy into something like this, by the way, the message board I was in with all these people who now I'm like, maybe they were like Russian hackers. I don't <laughs> yeah, know who a, the fuck these guys farm, were. Like over in the Yeah, they're absolutely like, I'm sure I definitely think they were <laughs> because I'm like, they were just finding a oh, brand. Okay. And some of them had kids. And I was like, no way are you fine to find, or your children are like having a, your children are probably onto a child line now being like, my mommy's just gone absolutely AWOL because she cannot stop talking about like carrots or an aubergine My mommy just turned into a Russian hacker, like what the hell's going on here? You know. (laughs) She keeps talking about Trump 2020. Yeah, yeah, so, (laughs) but yeah, I just got to a point and I felt so bad because I had, I had got my parents to get me a NutriBullet, like, for my birthday, which wasn't until December. This was like March. Like I was like, okay, it's going to be my birthday present. And I had spent so much money and I was like, why can't I do this? Because in the documentary, it seemed like everyone could do it. And not only could they do it, but it was like, no, no problem. Bother. They loved juicing. Joe the juicer. Yeah, they loved going to this. Yeah, exactly. Joe the juicer. Like Joe Cross was like, I never looked back. I yeah. never thought about food again. And I was like, what? Like I think about it every single day. And this is a living nightmare. And I think, I'm not saying like, listen, the documentary, I mean, I actually looked up, I think it was like the Hollywood Reporter called it an infomercial passing itself off as a documentary. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's, someone's trying to sell you a product. You know what I mean? In terms of of it being a documentary, like there, there are other, you know, documentaries about health and about, you know, lifestyles about there. This is not, you know, one of the good ones in terms of the actual filmmaking going on there. It's, it's, it, yeah. it has a pretty interesting kind of topic, an interesting journey. It's not particularly well made. Um, but just, just what you're saying yeah. about feeling bad at the end there, like, I mean, I can totally relate to that in so many ways. And I do think a lot of our kind of fad diet stories that, that come from ourselves and from people are gonna kind of end in a similar way a lot of the time. You know what I mean? It's misery for a lot of it and frustration and frustration with yourself because you feel like, oh, I can't achieve the thing that, like you say, everyone else is like, yeah. s- seem to be doing fine with. Like, Well, like I was like, geez, that trucker in Arizona, yeah. do you know what I mean? Who bought into it, bleeding like when he was like at someone's trunk being like, yeah, go on, give us that. Oh yeah, I'll do this for the, you know what I mean? I was like, if he can do it, why can't I do it? I think that's what I got from it. But anyway, at the end of the day, sure look, it didn't I get some great skin out of it for eight days. And then I realized, actually, I'm hopefully never going to buy into something as quickly as I did this. And maybe don't watch documentary hungover because I'm telling you, babes, I don't care what it is. You're going to buy into it fairly lively. I just don't. I'm just saying when you're hungover, you're in a very fragile state. Don't commit to anything. 
And actually here, I'm going to go into a little bit of this, okay? Modern juice cleansing, right, actually only based, like, dates back to 1976. Yeah. Okay? A man called Stanley Burroughs published his book, The Master Cleanse, which, of course, we all know is the Master Cleanse um, juice fast thing. Loads of people have done it. So it is a mix of lemonade, maple syrup, and Oh, I have heard about that. Yeah, cayenne pepper's big and the whole fucking weight loss concoction nonsense. Yeah, and it substitutes all solid food for 10 days, okay? Okay. Once you complete it, then you can like add soup to your diet. I mean, listen, why aren't we all doing it? Like, doesn't that sound fantastic? And then eventually, eventually some fruit and vegetables. I want to know what that eventually is. But they strongly discourage meat and dairy. So many celebrities have done this master cleanse, but that's where it's like all kind of come from. 19, like it's only in 1976 that people have started to buy into it. And then it's sort of like kind of taken off from there. Apparently Beyonce loves the old master cleanse. Okay, so this is our fun facts for a juice cleanses episode. I got this fun facts section basically from um, livescience.com. Okay, um, the article was all about juice cleanses and it was an, it was an interview with Joy Dubost, a dietitian in Washington, D.C. and a, a spokesperson for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Okay, so it went down bit by bit. We're going to go through the juice myth promise versus the fact about the juice. Okay, so my first one is the juice promise. Number one, when the body goes without solid food for 12 or more hours, it switches over into cleanse mode and proceeds to excrete toxins and heal itself. Fact, the body is always in a natural state of cleansing. It has a built-in system for detoxification. The liver, lungs, kidneys and gastrointestinal tract work to remove toxins or harmful uh, substances. Now, just for myself, this fact I love the most is because all of those organs are free (laughs) unless you're on some sort of weird black market thing, right? You don't have to pay for this. It's mad, isn't it? You're in a natural state of cleansing all the time. Um, the cleanse mode is not a psychological process. The body doesn't flip a switch into cleanse mode when a person stops eating solid food. Um, Joy said, it's also unclear exactly what toxins cleanse market marketers are talking about because they don't name these toxins. So that actually really got me as well. I was like, whenever people mention toxins, they're very vague about the toxins. Like, I'd like to know what toxin apparently am I exuding from my body all the time like what am i what are these exact toxins because and, the and even clear. the term there like cleanse mode it's it's like trying to it, it that is just such a clear kind of marketing term that someone has made up or like anytime you hear something like um kickstart you know reset your metabolism anything that like that is a yeah. re- absolute red flag because it's just someone using yeah. like computer-based, machine-based terminology to talk about our bodies. And our bodies are so much more complex than, you know, the machines that we have created that we think are so amazing, you know? I mean, I'd love for someone to be like, can you try turning your body off and on again? And you'll be like, yeah, Yeah. oh my God, it's working right now. Defrag your body. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so so there's another juice promise here. Uh, Another benefit of drinking juice is the lack of fiber. Without fiber, the digestive system is allowed to rest and energy can be freed up for detoxification so straight off the bat i'm like my eyebrows going up at the term fiber because there's so many diets out there that say get more fiber like the more fiber the better right but this so the fact is there's no science to support the claim that the digestive system needs to rest 
Dubost told Life Science, the only time the digestive system needs to rest is after surgery, but the body doesn't need to do this to, prom- to promote a balanced lifestyle, she explained. In fact, the limited fibre content of juice cleanse is one of the drawbacks of doing one. Dubose said fibre ensures proper function in the gastrointestinal tract. It promotes regularity and increases sate, sate, I can never say that word, satiety, satiety, how do you say that? satiation. Um, It promotes regularity and allows you to feel fuller for longer. Getting more fibre in the diet may also reduce people's risk of heart disease and cancer, she said. And like, I want to jump on that and say like, one of the problems with like these juice diets or soup diets or drinking lots of smoothies, that kind of thing. Like you said, like you missed like the act of chewing. Like the act of chewing is actually so important for our bone and muscular structure in our face. You know, it's one of the reasons why uh, humans have evolved to have crooked teeth over pretty much every other species. Every other species has straight teeth. Humans have crooked teeth because we don't chew enough. We eat a lot of mushy processed foods and, you know, soups and porridges and cereals, which aren't like, you know, the most unhealthy things, but chewing does play an important part. And then as well- Yes, it really is. Everyone needs beaten, what what are they called? Like Braces. Braces, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's this really interesting Get your child to gnaw on a bleeding steak there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blend, liquidize that steak and then drink it, sort it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the act of chewing, it does, it it increases blood flow into the muscles and the the, the joints and everything in your face. And um, it, it has such a, an amount of benefits. But then as well, your digestive system needs to do its job of kind of breaking things down. And I think there's this idea in the juicing community that you're pre-chewing the food like you know like a mama chick or mama bird feeding her chick she pre-chews <laughs> the food and pukes it into the kid's mouth like that's <laughs> what we're doing that's what we're doing with juicing that's which... what joe cross did to me <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first folks but joe cross we're first. coming for you we're coming for you joe <laughs> okay next juice promise some people experience headaches dizziness fatigue and moodiness during a juice cleanse This is completely normal and usually a sign that the body is detoxifying. The fact. DeBost agreed that some people have these symptoms while on a juice cleanse, but it's not a sign that the body is detoxifying. Rather, it's a result of poor diet and a lack of nutrients to sustain a person. Yeah. And Joe Cross, I think in the sequel, he does say like, you know, uh, around day four, you know, you're feeling pretty terrible. I feel like you want to kill yourself, you know, Uh, but around day five, day six, that's when, what does he say, like your body basically kicks into this like, you know, kickstart metabolism mode and you start running on like pure nutrients, you know, hardcore nutrients. What? Yeah. So, okay, the next one. Juice promise. Cleansing improves mental clarity and focus. If anything, cleansing does the opposite, Dubois said. I'm not sure where the mental clarity comes from. The brain runs on glucose. And that's like your friend you were saying who wasn't having any sugar on that heart diet she was on, right? And couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. And then got some sugar and went clubbing. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, it's just your body looking for like a little bit of what it needs. My next one is, this is one of my favorite. Juice promise. Cleansing kickstarts the metabolism. Fact. This is completely false. If anything, a person is going into famine mode and trying to conserve calories and nutrient stores they have, which slows down the, the metabolism. There is no science to support this claim. That was one, when I read that, that was one of the things that really annoyed me was that so many times I was, I was always like, oh, this will kickstart everything. This will get the metabolism yeah. going. And actually, if anything, your body's like, what are you doing? Why do you hate me? 
Yeah, and it's setting you up for a massive fall if and when you you go back to eating normally because eventually you are going to, like you say, go to a family meal or a wedding or something like that and there's not going to be a, a, a table full of juice makers and celery for you to like <laughs> get yourself through the night, like, you know. I would love if Joe did like, um, kind of like, you know, like catered weddings. Do out of office calls. Like he'd take a call and be like, listen, babes, if you wouldn't mind, but I have a wedding coming up, you just drive up to the West of Ireland with your yeah. little juicer in the back and I can come out to you every so often, do a shot of the old, you know, carrot <laughs> juice and just feel, feel a bit of a buzz, head back in, you know? <laughs> well, it's meant to make you run very cleanly and improve mental focus. So I suppose why not, you know? Uh, I think, okay, the last one, and it's a big one. Juice Promise. Cleansing rapidly sheds unwanted pounds. Fact. A person might see results on the scale after doing a juice cleanse, Dubost admitted, but the loss is more water weight and muscle weight and potentially over time someone could lose bone mass, she said. It's also not lasting weight loss. Once a person completes their juice cleanse and starts eating again, they could gain the pounds right back, Dubost said. Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't think that will surprise anyone. What really surprised me in, of that whole thing was the lose, it could lose bone mass. Yeah. That is terrifying that like long-term juice cleanse could do that to you. That's probably like, the results that you're terrible. seeing on the scales. You're going, oh geez, I lost a stone, but it was all of your skull. <laughs> oh my God, my pelvis is gone. My, I don't have a pelvis bone But anymore. I can That's fit crazy. into these jeans now, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those are our um, My hips don't lie because facts. they're not there anymore. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, well that's it. I lost um like that's when you asked me, did I lose any weight? I was like, I wouldn't even bother like weighing yourself after a juice cleanse because all you're losing you might as well have been holding like two liters of water when you first stepped onto the scales and then throw them off because that's what you lost. Right, okay. vast sums of money to do something your body does for free then try our new juice cleanse eat all the regular stuff you eat in a day and then we will assault you with our juices eat a sandwich we'll punch you in the face with a celery stick drink a latte we'll waterboard you with a carrot juice have a big mac we will kill your family your liver lungs kidneys and gastrointestinal tract may do all of the free work of removing toxins and harmful substances from your body but that doesn't mean that you don't have to literally spend hundreds of euro anyway pay to feel falsely better for one minute with our punch you in the face juice cleanse Connor what about your juicing story yeah I mean so I never did you've been holding back on us Connor tell me (laughs) no I never did a full um juice cleanse myself um I but I am a big uh smoothie guy I like I and I think I do think you know there are some health benefits to you know drinking juices drink having more vegetables and fruit and stuff in your diet um but for me yeah I went on a bit of a smoothie buzz over the years and just making like crazy green vegetable smoothies you know with less and less like sweet kind of fruit in it and basically I would be putting in like kale spinach cucumber like water and then like sweetening it with uh, lemon <laughs> I'm like, I remember, and this is, this is, so that's like, it's basically like drinking cold soup, you know what I mean? It, like, that's what I was, and I'd be like drinking out of a beaker, like going into, into town and stuff like that with my friends. I remember I was on a night out 
with some college friends and I just had my bag from the day and I had some like nasty, like half leftover, like, you know, vegetable smoothie in the bag. And uh, I took it out to, you know, drink some because that's what a a normal person does. And one of my friends like, one of my friends like, what the hell is that? right there. I was like, oh man, it's a smoothie. Don't try some. And he's looking at it. It was green. He's like, he's like, he's like, no, I don't like vegetables. And I was like, oh no, try it. And I tried. And this was like one of the particular, <laughs> like hardcore, like you, this is not a day one type of juice. This is like, you've been doing this a long time. And you just want to feel something again, you know? And <laughs> he, he, I swear, I'd never seen this happen before. We're in the middle of town. He drank it and he spat it out all over the place, like a big spit take. And he just hit the look on his face was literally like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, well, I was laughing, of course, but his face was like pure, like horror, like you're, you're sick. You're a crazy person. And that wasn't even to lose weight. That was just like me being a fucking dirtbag. No, I think it was <laughs> like, like it, it was definitely. Connor, you used the term, I've never heard this term before. I sweetened it with lemon. <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah. is a term. I don't that think was it's my ever been said. That was my treat. In, in, the, in the English language. Yeah. You know, it's gotten bad. Yeah when you've put kale and lemon into oh something and you went, well, this is my going out drink. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? Like that's... Yeah. I was and were you at nighttime in town with your friends? I was pre-drinking with kale oh. and lemon smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> but but I would, I, I suppose I would kind of like make a smoothie and I'm probably, I'd say a lot of people do this, like you make a smoothie with like some vegetables in it you know, I'd put some fruit in it or whatever, maybe some protein powder or something. And then that would kind of almost be like a meal replacement. Like that would be a breakfast yeah. or a lunch, but that would kind of like, I mean, and then, and you would feel, oh, I've kind of had my, you know, air quotes five a day or whatever, you know, yeah. um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, ch- I wouldn't have that as like my entire day's worth of food or eating. Cause I just feel like, yeah, I would be ravenous. I'd get so hungry. And I did, by there was an app, a Joe the Juicer app at one stage, because I also watched Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. And um <clears throat> now an app. there was an app. And I was like, I was like, oh I gotta get this app. This is gonna be the answer to all the problems, you know? Cause I, I probably Was it just like what once again, was it just like pictures of bleeding vegetables? Was, do you know what I mean? It like it was literally like you know, suggestions of recipes, like if if that's what you like be kind enough to say. Like, I mean, because I couldn't get over it. I think it was 10 quid for the app, which is not cheap. You know, what? yeah, you go into the apps. Most apps are free, like, to be fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this was like, yeah, it was like 10 quid. I can't remember what it was called. You can probably still get it, you know, if I can type in Joe the Juicer, Fat Sick and Nearly Dead into the app. Reboot with Joe. It, it, this yeah, is why I know it straight away. I, yeah. But, and then you go into it and it's like, do you want a weight loss cleanse? Do you want a health back cleanse do you want to you know it just has all these different kind of categories yeah and then okay so for this juice you need all these vegetables and this type of juicer so like again like in your situation you're not even being given the tools that you need for your initial investment yeah but one of the things i found is like there was this like kind of health and fitness book i was reading a while ago and you know it was pretty decent but he t- he was talking about juicing it this guy and he was saying like look you know there's a lot of blenders there's a lot of juices out there invest in a good one you know, investing in one, you can, you can get a $50 blender, you know, you can get a $50 blender and it will do the job. But if you invest in a Vitamix, you will have that baby forever. And you're like, yeah, but it's like, what? Vitamix, it's like, it's like 500 quid or something. Like, it's like probably more than that. And what does it do? 
you know what I mean? Does it clean your gaff as well as make the bloody juice? If you have a, if you own a restaurant, you know what I mean? And you're making like 20 juices every hour for customers. You know what I mean? Like cafe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Like I'm sure the happy pair have oh, them. Oh, totally, you know what I mean? totally. Like one per twin. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'd give those boys as many juices as they want. They're fine by me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, if you don't need it for personal use, you know, get the feckin', you know, the one from Tesco or the one from Argus or whatever, like, you know, and... You know, but that's what's so crazy is when they do say that sort of stuff and you're like, oh, so you're telling me you in no way get money off Vitamix. Sure. Or in any way are endorsed yeah. by Vitamix. This word investment, oh, like it's so easily thrown around and it does make you think, right, I'm in for the long yes. term. And that's kind of what I bought into was the long term when actually this thing is incredibly short term. And by the way, as you said, you know, you might have made a juice. You might have it for a breakfast or par- as part of your day. Mm to get some of the veg and I'm not saying that's I'm bad. drinking one now I'm saying a juice yes I know I can see it right in front of me taunting me oh I wish I could get that sweet sweet <laughs> lemon um <laughs> but what I'm saying is it's fine to obviously have a juice whenever you want if you want to get you know for whatever yeah. reason but this whole idea that you would only drink juices or you're replacing it with constantly with meals and not having any solid foods and even the term cleanse like it's it basically essentially saying you are dirty totally, and you need to be cleaned. Yes. And like, can I just say to all people out there, I don't know if you haven't showered, but I'm going to say that you're not dirty. Okay. You're like, you don't need to be cleaned out from the inside out and need to buy a $500 euro bleeding juicer. Do you know what I mean? You can get a cheap one if you want, if you want to make your own juices or not. Occasionally having juice. No one's ever going to say, oh no, having more veg and fruit is bad. Like, like even in, even in the, the anti-diet, um, she tells a story uh, similar to your story, the way you said, you, what was it, your birthday present or your Christmas present where you got a, a juicer? Yeah, and isn't that really sad that I was like eight months in advance being like, hey guys, can you get me, because I'm so desperate to, and also get me the top dog one because I bought into that as well, where like, oh, you have to get the Nutribullet. Like there's no, you couldn't possibly get the cheap yeah. thing. Now I think Nutribullet had just come out and it was like, you know, when they have a patent yes. on something. A bit like oh, Nespresso totally. do for a while. And they're like, yeah. And then the cheap ones come out. But I was like instant. I was like, let's. And by the way, my parents had an old food processor thing. They would have done the job. They probably just would have been a bit more. Yeah, you don't want to be drink $50 smoothies. Like, you know, you want to be able to taste your life savings yeah. in there. Like. And was yours one of those ones that has about a million pieces that you have to take it apart and put it back together and clean bloody everything. And then it's just like. It's a chore in itself to own one. Like, well, the one thing I will say now, once again, not being an ad for Nutribullet, but very <laughs> yeah. easy to clean. <laughs> please, please sponsor us, Nutribullet. Please sponsor us. I feel like I'm that v- v- Vitamix guy where I'm like, no, I won't have a bad word said about my blue, beautiful Nutribullet at home. Can I just tell you, um, I just want to let anyone who's listening know, I don't know where my Nutribullet is now. The thing that costs about 150 quid, just FYI. And it breaks your heart every day yeah. that you don't know where it is. Yeah. Um, quick, quick anecdote about Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. One of uh, my favorite comedians of podcasts out there, Pete Holmes, um, his podcast, You Made It Weird. I heard him talking to Rich Roll, who's a health and fitness guy. And he was saying like, oh, I watched Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. It changed my life. <clears throat> I went on a long juice cleanse. I think he said he did 60 days. Um, don't quote me on that. But he did, he did a long juice cleanse after watching. He went out and bought like an expensive juicer, did the whole shebang. And he lost 50 pounds. Right. And this conversation they were having was like, oh, great, congrats, fair play to you. You know, and he's a tall guy, you know, you probably wouldn't notice if he lost that much, but it was it a good win for him. But he said that then, you know, 
his vision, something with his vision started happening where like, I think it was like he was seeing double out of one of his eyes or something like that. And like, I remember Rich Roll listening to him being like, oh, that's okay. That's not what I was kind of expecting. He goes, yeah, I was talking to a buddy of mine and he said, uh, yeah, basically you kicked up some sediment, you know, you know, when there's like a, a lake and it's clear and then you, you, you jingle around the stones at the bottom and the muck comes to the top, everything comes murky. Yeah, that's, that's what you did with your juice cleanse. And he's like, but it's fine. It's fine. He was kind of like justifying, going like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, you know. What? <laughs> are we doing to ourselves <laughs> like you're seeing double in one eye and you're like but listen wouldn't go back do you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> for what I lost wouldn't do a thing pe- differently wouldn't do a thing differently for what I lost in pounds I gained in double vision do you know what I mean like, yeah. like what are we doing you're worth so much more than this Yeah, I think it's time. Yes, absolutely. So this is our segment, our bullshit diet news of the week, where we basically cover any bullshit diet that we kind of have seen come up in the news lately or in the last while. So our story at the moment, right? Now, this is from earlier this year, but I just think it's so interesting to talk about it. <laughs> that Khloe Kardashian, um, famously of the Kardashians. Khloe um, Khloe. Khloe Khloe. Um, is, was facing backlash earlier this year. Um, on social media after promoting weight loss shakes. Now, the Kardashians are notorious for promoting these oh, weight loss shakes, lollipops. You name it, like. Enemas, whatever it is they're promoting it. Do you know what I mean? If they can find it and they can, like, pretend that they Can you get a it. Kardashian enema? Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I would get a Kardashian enema. I don't really follow them that much, but if I saw an enema with their branding on it, I'd be like, okay, yeah. okay, they know what And it's just about. full of fake tan that goes up and then, like, everything oh, comes out. <laughs> So happy with that. Um, patent, patent that. Pa- I'm patenting that. That's. I mean, they they probably already have a patent, and now I'm going. They're going. I'm going to be sued. So the reality star basically shared an ad for flat tummy co shakes, and basically was like, I've posted with flat tummy co sh- co shakes in the past, and you know it was like these are brilliant. Anyway, got a load of flack for it because obviously she has a u- nutritionist, nutritionist and personal trainer. She went, I also use a personal trainer, nutritionist, but, and then in all caps, these shakes work to get your <laughs> tummy back to flat. And then she would trust me, you guys, go get 25 cent off the same shakes I drink. 25% off the same shakes she drinks. Oh, 25% yet, isn't too bad. Yeah, I thought she said 25 cent at first and I was like, that's an absolute joke. <laughs> I like, that's and then cheap, I realized, Chloe. Yeah, and then I realised she's using a personal trainer and nutritionist, so it is an absolute joke. Um, oh my God. What really kind of gets me about all of this is like, what's to say? These shakes are meant to act as a meal replacement, okay? With each serving amounting to 140 calories or less. What? So that's meant to be a meal replacement. Oh my God. I'm so essentially, at the like your now. lunch would ever be 140 calories only. And please, Jesus, God, out there, anyone listening, please have a better lunch than that for 140 calories. I mean, maybe add some sweet, sweet lemon to it. You know what I mean? But like, it really just, like, I just thought it was so interesting that this woman who's like a multimillionaire as well. Like, I don't think the Kardashians are doing badly money-wise. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the IRS over there. Maybe they are. But like, how much money do you need to still be f- like flogging this? And now we've come to the part of our show where we're going to hear from our listeners. 
So we reached out online um, to see if any of you have ever done a juice cleanse before and how you found it. So we actually, one of our listeners, Mirren, or Mirren, and I'm really sorry if I'm getting that wrong, Mirren, but I didn't actually get the pronunciation <laughs> off you, um, got in touch with us about juice cleanses and here she is. We did juice cleansing in California, obviously, where else are you going to do a juice cleanse? We did a juice cleanse for a day every week or two for about six weeks and we got got these pre-packed juices from a juicery up the road and had like maybe six of them throughout the day and didn't need anything else and at the time it was horrible but the next day I felt amazing like we were both like we're never doing this again when we were doing it and then the next day we felt so good that we were like Okay, let's do it again next week. They make you shit loads. I remember going to the toilet loads. I remember being really hungry and really cranky and really hot and sweaty. And it wasn't really fun at all. But yeah, the next day then was great. We did it just before we flew back to Ireland. So we'd be arriving back to Ireland like fucking our insides were cleansed of all our impurities. And and sure, then we arrived back to Ireland and went for pints in Galway. So... So it kind of sounds like our listener um, had a good experience on it. A good experience, like essentially a bad experience when doing it. Yeah. But then would get the high the next day, feeling brilliant. And not doing it as extremely as we are talking about, like as it's kind of marketed a lot of the time. Yeah, but then again, like she does describe literally going through it. I was moody. I was sweating a lot. I didn't, it was awful. But then the next day would feel fantastic. And the one thing I might say is the next day you did get to eat, which I always feel makes me feel fantastic. But, you know, at the same time, $30 for six juices isn't a bad, you know, for all the things that are expensive. But you couldn't be doing that every day. Obviously doing that like once a week or once every two weeks is affordable to some people. But to be fair, like the one day a week thing doesn't sound, altogether terrible to me like you know what I mean um I mean you know because you know there's sometimes where you like maybe you've been out drinking a lot or you've been eating a lot of like fast food or, or something like that and you just feel a bit like oh, you know I just need a bit of a kind of like break you know I'm not trying to go against like everything we stand for or anything but I'm just saying like you know maybe yeah a day once a week or every two weeks or a month and you're kind of like you know letting yourself have a bit of a, a just a bit of a, a, a break from like overeating or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I I would disagree, actually. I think even a day of doing one thing where you're just like, that day is is it. It just builds something in your head of this disordered type of eating, which is like, oh, in order to break away from my normal, if your way of eating is making you feel good, then probably you're going to have to look at the way you're eating. Like, I think even going, I need a break a day. I'm like, why? Because like, you know what I mean? If there's something that's happening where you're like, I need a break every week from doing what I normally do, then I think maybe what you're normally doing isn't working for you. Or there's some reason why maybe, because I think that's how disordered sort of comes in where you're like, I need a break. You know, like when some people, I know a person who's like on a carb free six days a week and then on Sunday she's like, I can eat whatever I want. Mm. So I'm like, so you live... For one day a week, essentially. That's, I've I've experiences with that, and we'll definitely do a whole episode on yeah. that. But, but I found it, I I found it funny that she was even like, God, it makes you shit. Like all this stuff. Like, yeah. and the thing is, I'm not saying that like not doing a juice could make you feel fantastic. I, but I'm also just like, 
God, it's so funny that you're like, yes, I paid $30 to drink six juices, to feel hot and sweaty, to feel awful that day, to have the shits. Next day felt fantastic though. And it's worth it. But I, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't think that. It's just I've been there before. And I'm like, sometimes when I hear myself talk about this, I'm like, maybe I'm a bit nuts or something. <laughs> it it makes it, it's just, it makes us all crazy, to be honest. Like, I suppose just on the whole thing of like doing it once every now and again, I think what would make it seem slightly more appealing to me, I'm not saying I'm like ready to run out and do it, but I suppose what would make it seem slightly more appealing to me is that if, if you're doing, you know, at, you know, tomorrow I can, have like you know whatever you know or not whatever but I can eat my normal kind of breakfast lunch and dinner as opposed to like when is this ever going to end you know like (laughs) that thing of like is this just me now am I supposed to just do this rest of my life because it's not manageable me I'm saying like maybe one day you know but yeah like if if it's gonna mess up your head and and your bells by the sounds of it then (laughs) yeah and also I'm just like god 30 because like 30 if I got six juices for 30 dollars and I was like grand I'll drink them over a few days or you know a week or so and it's going to make me you know as part of my normal thing like god like if you did that every week that's 120 dollars juicing is really a rich person's game Mm. like a lot of people you know I'm not saying our listener was rich or anything like that not even you know what I mean but I'm saying that like it is an expensive thing and it's something where I've sacrificed, like even doing that. I was like, I didn't have that money at the time to do it. And I did it anyway, which says something about the sort of weird desperation to sort of like, for some reason, it fix my life when actually I shouldn't be relying on a juice to fix my life. I should be like, you know. Yeah, more uh, sustainable, but, sustainable habits. And exactly. Know. And at the same time, that listener seemed to love it. Yeah, so, we love our listeners getting getting onto us with their experiences yeah. because we've probably had very similar experiences ourselves. So how can people get in touch with us if uh, they want to uh, share their experiences with us? Yeah, so the best way of doing it is um, we are on uh, Twitter at FadCampPodcast um, or via Gmail. Go on, Connor, tell them our Gmail. It's FadCampPodcast at gmail.com. Brilliant. Brilliant is right. So is that it for episode one, Grace? That's it for episode one. Amazing. Okay. We've covered everything there you need to know about juice cleanses. Yeah. So what are, are we recommending it or are we saying, no, don't do it? I think juices can be lovely as part of a lovely, healthy, balanced lifestyle. <laughs> I think juice cleanses are a part of you being willing to go for a nice nervous breakdown and decide, actually, I think it's com- this nervous breakdown is coming too slowly. Let's up the ante. The juice cleanses are no from me there, Connor. Same. What about yourself? I'm the same. Include include juices and smoothies in your, you know, balanced diet and all that. But uh, yeah, don't do anything that's going to drain your bank account and make you go crazy. Thank you for listening to Fad Camp with myself, Grace Mulvey. And me, Connor Dowling. And a special thanks to our producer, Darren Lee. Thanks, Darren, for putting this show together and making us sound good. And if you want to listen to Fad Camp, you can find us on all the places you find podcasts. So make sure to like, share and subscribe and share it with anyone who you think might be into the show. Mm-hmm.